has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Yes. Force is strong in my family. What do you mean? My father has it. What did you say? I have it. You liar! And my sister has it. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. I take it back. This is it. Jet. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. You're listening to The Voice of the Alliance. Hello there. (laughs) Welcome to The Voice of the Alliance. I am your host, Gerard Baer, and I am joined this evening by Daniel Leahy. What is up, guys? Good to be here. And Steve Amundi McMahon. Sup, dudes? (laughs) Dudes, we have uh, we have some cool stuff we're going to talk about tonight. We have um, I had the privilege of going down to Hascon, which was the Hasbro Toy Convention in Providence uh, this past weekend, and I got to talk to a couple of really awesome dudes: Steve Evans, the director of design and development of Star mm-hmm. Wars toys at Hasbro, and uh, Joe Ninavaji, who is the director of marketing for Hasbro. Uh, I got a little interview with them, and then we're going to talk Black Series after that. We're going to talk about the Rebels uh, premiere, the release date, and the kind of strange timing of the episodes premiering. Um, and then to top it off at the end, we're going to talk about episode nine, which is now going to be directed by J.J. Abrams. So that should be an interesting conversation. Um, first, check us out at Facebook at the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. You can go to taoswf.com for links to the group links to all our social media accounts you can follow us on twitter and instagram at tauswift t-a-o-s-w-f and you can email us at voice at t-a-o-s-w-f so i'll just get into the show from there um like i said i got uh got the chance to go down to hascon the um toy show and um steve evans and joe uh, ninavaji were uh, kind enough to spend a couple of minutes with me and we talked about um, some of the design things and, and a couple of other questions. So I think what I'll do first is I'll um, play that for you guys. And then uh, me, Steve, and Daniel will, will talk about it. This is Gerard Bayer from the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. And I am at the HasCon convention in the Rhode Island Convention Center in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm joined right now by Steve Evans, the Director of Design and Development for Star Wars Toys at Hasbro, and Joe Ninavaji, Director of Marketing for Hasbro. Uh, just want to ask you guys a few questions about Hello. the Black Series line and Star Wars Toys. Um, how does your team choose which figures to make and when to release them? Well, we have a big hat with a thousand pieces of paper in it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, that's a good question. Uh, we obviously align to the current entertainment, so we've got. there's got to be a big chunk of the, 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 the number of figures that we choose aligned to the new movie coming out but we like to pepper in kind of classics and then we pepper in kind of more what I call left fielders so kind of like more unusual maybe like a rebels character or something like that so it's there's not really a formula we kind of feel our way through it we listen to a lot of um, feedback at places like this from the fans um, we keep our eye on Instagram and Facebook and kind of 
get a sense of who's kind of getting popular. We do the fan votes we do, even the one that don't that don't win the fan vote. We kind of know whether our top ten choices of, of characters. So it's a mixture of aligning with story, going back doing some classics. Got to have some A-listers in there all the time, and a little bit of kind of fun left field stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Are these Lucasfilm, Hasbro, or a combination of the two making the decisions on which ones to release? Uh, it's definitely a combination. You know, uh, Lucasfilm approves everything that we're going to do, um, and they also provide a lot of guidance too. They obviously know what's coming down the pike from an entertainment perspective. So, you know, they give us guidance. They say, you know, you guys should really think about doing this, and you know, a couple of winks and nods, and you know, we know it'll be the right move to make. Um, but yeah, ultimately they they review and approve and guide us on everything. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, do you guys have any upcoming figures that you can talk about, or is it all locked away in the Hasbro holocrons? <laughs> Take a guess. Uh, <laughs> we, I had to ask. I know, I know. No, nothing other than what we revealed on the panel, which actually hit stores, most of them anyway. Um, that's why we like that kind of these events, where we get a chance to sit down, do a panel, reveal some stuff that people don't know about. We do that way. We also, the PR, PR group, reach out to different media groups to kind of announce new things and new exclusives and fun stuff like that. But nothing to talk about at this convention. We announced our um, uh, Black Series Wave 2. Um, we showed Snoke Vintage. We showed um, the new Darth Vader helmet, which everyone's really excited about. Got great feedback on that. I don't think there's anything else to kind of reveal at this con, but coming towards the end of the year and as we move nearer to The Last Jedi, I'm sure there'll be some new stuff to talk about then. Okay. We've been talking about maybe doing a Han Solo figure next year, but we're not, we're not sure if we're going to do that or not. Yeah. I would be surprised if you didn't. Um, of all the figures you guys have worked on, which one do you think came out the best and which one is your personal favorite? Uh, personal came out the best. Oh goodness me, goodness me, goodness me, goodness me. Um, I actually like Elo Asti. I have to, I have to say, I know he kind of like he bought Nicole it at the end. Idea. Oh. Nicole, idea, report to the exhibition hall, the trolls area. We have your daughter. That's loud. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I really like what we did with Elo Asti back in Force Awakens. That got really got kind of good washes and got a good likeness. And I'm oh, just a shame he died, but. Uh, he was cool. Um, I think the, the new photoreal stuff that we're bringing out for Spring 18 is phenomenal. Um, we showed that at San Diego Comic-Con, the, uh, the Rex and the Ray, um, basically taking photography, photographs of the actors' faces and being able to print it directly onto the sculpted face. I think that's gonna be revolutionary for us at a, like a 19.99 price point. Um, they are looking incredible. So as we're seeing more characters come out like that, ask me again in about three, four months and I'll be able to tell you a lot more about it. I will, I'll get in touch with you for sure. Um, I'm, for me, it's totally Captain Rex. So there's a uh, there's a, a warm spark. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the con exclusive, and then also what comes out in the spring as well. Because uh, just getting him available in mainline, I I sort of promised him to fans about three years ago, and for one reason or another, he kept getting pushed back. So finally, to have him come out in all his glory and also be one of the photo real faces, um, he just looks phenomenal, and uh, he's one of my personal favorite characters. Yeah, he's fantastic. That's a great one. Um, as the father of two daughters, I love the Forces of Destiny stuff. Um, what's been the reaction to the Forces of Destiny kind of open up to a different market, kind of more gearing towards girls and traditionally the, the boy stuff? Yeah, well, so what's interesting, I mean, we've seen a lot more girl fans kind of jump onto Star Wars with The Force Awakens and this new generation. So, you know, we're, we're very, very uh, you know, cognizant about Forces of Destiny, you know, primarily being um, in the wheelhouse of girls, but also very much suitable for boys, too. You mentioned your daughter. I have a six-year-old son who loves the, the uh, adventure figures, too. 
Um, it's gotten great feedback from our retail partners, great feedback from fans. Even some of the hardcore collector sites have had really great things to say about it too. So we, we love it. Anytime we could do a new expression, regardless of who the target is, um, for Star Wars, it's just awesome. And knowing that you know kids of uh, you know all ages and, and genders are getting into Star Wars in a big way, you know whatever we can do to kind of keep that going, we're we're happy to do it. So no, I think it's fantastic. Um, just a few more guys. The um, the most important question from me: Can you provide any feedback on the issue of availability for the 40th anniversary Star Wars figures? They um, they seem to just be a lot of the Wave Two guys are on the secondary market. And some of these eBay guys are really trying to yeah, get people, you know? Absolutely. So I, I would say two things. Um, wave 1, you know, we know Han and R2, there was definitely, uh, you know, more demand than supply. We got more of those coming by the end of the year. And Wave 2 is starting to hit shelf now in a bigger way. So I would, I would hold off on doing your eBay purchases. There's a lot more coming. Um, if any of your readers are, or your uh, viewers are from uh, Europe, we have a whole slew of Wave 2 that's been ordered to come out in there because we really shorted it accidentally. So, uh, you know, keep the faith. It's coming soon. Don't, don't, don't pay ridiculous prices on eBay. I wish I talked to you before I bought my last two guys, but that's all right. <laughs> now, I have them all now, so I'm okay. Um, two of my buddies, Steve McMahon and Haas Burkhart, uh, he's from the Blue Harvest podcast. These guys are crazy for Kiati Monday, Jedi Money, Kiati Money. They want to know if there's any plans to make him into a figure, and if not, who can they get in touch with to make that happen? <laughs> well, you're, you're looking at him. <laughs> let's, let's, um, so I'm not going to say we're doing Kiati Moody right now, um, but I'm going to tell you, I am noticing a, a bigger resurgence in just general kind of prequel love. And I know he's, he's more than prequel, Clone Wars and all that. But um, as we reach the kind of 2019 and the 20th anniversary of, of uh, Phantom Menace and that kind of stuff, I'm, a, lot of the, a lot of the people that grew up with the prequels, and now hitting kind of employment age with disposable income and they're becoming collectors and fans and I'm seeing a little bit more of a resurgence for love for the prequels there's lots of memes going out there and like you know Hayden Christensen doing appearances and getting great reaction so I think that's sort of like prequel hate that kind of happened maybe sort of like you know sort of five ten years ago so the tide's turning again because people love Star Wars when they were in it as a, as a like a ten-year-old or something like that so um, expect to see some prequel stuff coming yeah don't uh even us old original trilogy guys love the prequel stuff too, so somebody will buy it. Last question for you guys. Um, is there anyone at Hasbro that was bummed out like I was to see that pretty cool looking character that's still on shelves everywhere, Constable Zuvio, get cut from the film? I am. I found he's in like Star Wars Adventures comic book now. He's like, he's back. Actually, there's, oh, no yeah, so, uh, someone on Instagram, I can't remember who you are. If you're there, I'm sorry, I forgot you, who, you, who you are. But I like putting Zuvio figures with the, uh, the comic background. So yeah, so Zuvio was one of those ones that when we, when we worked with JJ and Lucasfilm and we kind of got all the assets of all the, all the like, aliens that they were doing, whether it's in Maz's castle or on a Jakku, we kind of, kind of all warmed to Zuvio. And I believe at, the, at that point he probably had a bigger role than he did. He is in it very quickly. Ray and Finn run past him. Yeah. Um, but he had that sort of Embo hat on, which kind of obviously harked back to Clone Wars and all that kind of stuff. And we thought, yeah, he's cool. He's a real Star Warsy looking alien. So we did him in six inch and three quarter inch. And then he was cut from the movie. But he's kind of like our mascot. He's like literally the design team mascot, like Zuvio, Zuvio everywhere. Yeah, and it's just it just goes to show that as we're building 
the toys at the same time as the movie and there's a new movie every year we have to kind of take a little bit of a gamble on who which which characters we go and even the, our friends at Lucasfilm don't really know everything until yeah. you know whether it's the director or the editors in the editing room they they have to make cuts and they have to do it for the, for the benefit of the story and that's what they should do yeah. but yeah I love him well now everybody can buy one cheap there you go yeah you can find him <laughs> you can get him yeah, yeah. But, uh, he'll be back he'll be back awesome I love to hear it. Well, thanks very much, guys. I appreciate appreciate the time. Thank you, Jerry. And uh, I look forward to seeing what you guys come out with. All right. Thanks. Yeah, so that was a really great um, great time I had down there with those guys. Um, as you could tell, they were very knowledgeable, um, excited to talk to fans, um, and uh, had, they had some great things to say. What? Um, yeah. What did you guys love about... Some of their answers. Well, I'll start off by saying I'm just happy that you didn't sound like a complete fool talking to them. I'm very uh, happy about that as well because that was definitely a fear of mine. <laughs> and, and as you guys know, I'm not a big toy guy. I mean, I have a couple little kids, but I haven't really uh, spoiled them rotten with the toys, and I don't ca- I don't really care to have them for myself. What but, a uh, jerk. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> but... Ah, listening to them, their reaction to Kia D Monday, I'm telling you, it's coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming. You watch. Me if you Hoss, could see the look Hoss on Hoss his face, sure. the look on his face when he answered me, yeah, made me think that it's coming and it's not going to be <laughs> that far away. I could be completely wrong, but... I'll, I'll put that on my desk at work. No problem. That'll be in the passenger seat of your car. It might. Always. Life size. <laughs> what about you, Leahy? All right, so well, first of all, that that prequel stuff he talks about—that was a great question, G. I mean, they uh, they gave us a lot more than I thought they would with that answer. I agree. I think the just the inflection in his voice—I didn't see his face like you did, but the inflection in his voice clearly indicated that Kiabi Mundi is in the pipeline. And who knows? Maybe we'll get a yaddle. Oh, if we get a yaddle, man, I will <laughs> mail Hasbro my paycheck. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd, I'd be good with really any council members. I mean, obviously, we need, we're going to get a Windu. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, Master Plo. Yoda. Uh, Yoda. We don't have a Black Series Yoda yet, do we? I don't think so. I'm not the guy Yeah, there's no... That's almost a joke. Um, that he's arguably the third most popular Star Wars big, uh, character. Are you somehow really a, a huge Yaddle fan, or is that just a little novelty or what? No, I think that I think it would be funny. Oh, right, all right, right. I just, it I would be pretty funny. Yeah. Right on. The, the figure, the prequel figures that I would absolutely want are, uh, I would want Shock T and Plo Koon. As far as council members go, there's there's other Jedi I would like. Um, I think it would be cool to have one of the pod racer guys, like uh, like Mars Guo or... Sebulba. Uh, or or Clegg Holdfast. Yeah, like one of those deep cuts, man. It would be great. Sebulba. That and Quadraneros. They did have a Yoda oh Black gosh. Series, too. Oh, they did? Yeah, but it was... Uh, uh, I think I, it's I, Empire Strikes Back. It's not It's not from the prequels. Well, that's that's probably the, the version people would most want, to be honest with you. But then you get a lightsaber in the prequels. Yeah, I so want that one. You get, yeah. So, so yeah. I, that's that's my take on it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be happy with most prequel stuff they put out. Because, one, I just want to see it get more love. And, two... I'd love that era so much. You, you really couldn't go wrong with me. 
uh, I can't think of a character I wouldn't like to see in Black Series. I'd love to see them release a double pack Obi-Wan and Anakin again. That would be great. cool. I mean, we've seen that them before, be but um, yeah, that was cool. It, they're, 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 the looks on their faces were these guys, these guys are fans and they were excited, like legitimately excited to be talking about it. It was, you can tell when someone's bullcrapping you, especially when you're in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys were, um, they, they were great. And um, you, they definitely, they love their jobs and they were, they were pumped to be there. It was great. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, I liked his comments on Zuvio. Where our our uh, our patron saint of Star Wars action figures. Oh yeah. Um, he, I think that was cool, and they, and that's something we knew. I mean, they don't get the final cut of the movie t- uh, year before the film comes out when they have to start production on these lines, you know. So, because you got to remember, Zuvio came out four months before the Force Awakens premiered, so production on that. I mean, they they were probably playing out these figures off concept art. 2013 you know? is probably when they started putting those things in production. Yeah, so so I, I definitely forgive them for that. And I, I th- one thing I love about Star Wars is these little jokes we have as fans, like the the Zuvio right now is the big sequel trilogy one, as far as figures and merchandise goes. Yeah, and I just I love that stuff where where the merchandising just just is off, and we have fun with it. But. Um, Anyways, what they mentioned about having figures come out of left field, doing fun ones, and he met, he said that a few times, which means that that's something they definitely they definitely try to do with each run. I I just think that's really cool. They're not just going by popularity; they're trying to stir things up, you know, have a good good uh, diversity of characters and figures, try to make everyone happy, and I think that's really important because the Star Wars yeah. fandom can be so divided. And we all love different things. Like, for example, Steve loves Kiati Mundi. I my think Kiati Mundi is the worst Jedi that ever lived. My so man, like you watch my mouth. man. But you know, like we're 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 so we're so different. So I, I think that's cool that they're trying to cater to everybody and make everybody happy. Yeah, they have a lot of um, diversity in the lines. Like the they announced the Last Jedi Wave Two at the show. But I have mm-hmm. a list of Wave 1, which was out and stuff that was out for Force Friday. So they had Episode 4, Darth Vader. Star Wars Episode 8, Rey, Jedi Training. Episode 8, Holding Luke. Holding her right now. Oh. Episode 8, Luke, Jedi Master. Episode 8, Kylo Ren. Then they had Star Wars Rebels, Thrawn. Star Wars Rebels, Hera. And they had an Episode 4, uh, Stormtrooper. And in The Last Jedi Wave 2, which is... Most most of them are out. In fact, he said uh, all of them have been found in the wild already. But you have for for episode eight, they have Poe Dameron, Praetorian Guard, um, Maz Kanata, Kylo Ren, Finn for, First Order disguise. But they also threw in in episode seven General Leia, and then they have two from episode five. They have the um, Adat Driver and the Snowtrooper. So they're kind of mixing it up, and they're just picking picking cool ones and they're not just all coming out of the new movie so we're getting some of the new stuff we're getting some kind of relatively new stuff and then we're getting some stuff from the original trilogy which i think is awesome that's really cool that uh that ad driver um is dave filoni's favorite car- favorite figure from when he was a kid so i bet he's super psyched about that I'm sure he is is that why the uh that walker driver that died because ezra made him drive off the cliff hurt him so much he actually had to kill something he loved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he actually had to 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 kill something he loved and created. That must have tore him up. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> so I got a I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, based off what they said, and and they gave us a lot of possibilities. I'm really happy with how open they were with all that. Uh, based off what they said, what figure do you guys want to see? If there's one figure hasn't been released from Rebels, Clone Wars, comics, whatever. Any character, legends, canon, what is yours? I'm curious. Let's start with you, G. Hmm. You know what I would love? I would love I'd love a three pack from the Clone Wars Black series of Obi Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka. Oh, that's so good. But the they gotta be Clone Wars style, like not the mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. the Rebels Ahsoka we got. And I, I think that um that that would be that'd be pretty awesome. That would be pretty sweet. That's a that's a really good comment. What do you think, Steve? Besides Kiati uh, Mundi, or is that is that basically your only dream? No, I, mean, I, I, have, guy. I have dreams. I have dreams aside from Kiati Mundi. Uh, Steve some... wants a Haas Burkott Black Series doll. Nah, see, you know. As much as I love him, I probably wouldn't have a toy of him kicking around. <laughs> um, no, I'd probably go with something that a lot of people will, especially you guys might. Is it, I, I would say Gerard might not enjoy, but give me a Ben Skywalker. Ah, oh, good grief. Mm. Yep. Yeah, throw a little uh, EU love. And Jedi Leia. Give me Jedi Leia. Oh yeah! Give me yellow sabers, didn't she? Um, I don't know about that. I thought she had a blue. And uh, you know, I'm 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 thinking of uh, the Force Unleashed alternate uh, dark side ending, where Leia becomes a Jedi. She has a yellow saber. Oh, do you think if they made a Luke that he would have kind of like messed up eyes, like Ollie and Family Guy? I think I would have messed up eyes if they made a Luke. What about a Jeruis Sabaoth? <laughs> oh, man. I'd buy I it. Love it. I love I'd it. I'd buy both of them. Of course. You know, I think if, if, if I had an opportunity to do one, I'd do one from Legends because, because I definitely want to throw Legends some love. I'm going to go Old Republic, and I'm going to go with Darth Bane. Ah. Ooh, and not that's Clone Wars Darth Bane, not right. Samurai Apparition Darth Bane. Uh, Steampunk I, Samurai Apparition Darth Bane. Yeah, which I think looks cool. By the way, I actually think you that want, design you want is really BA sweet. Bane from the books. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I buy that. Um, is that with his um, his armor, or is that without the armor? Oh, the Orbalisks. Right. Removable I armor. Think I want uh, movable armor. That's gonna be a big, a big toy. Yeah, I, I want, uh, I want Dynasty of Evil Bane. So the last book. Okay, so, so he had already taken it off, right? Yeah. So where he's yeah. he's taking it off, he kind of has older, an older thing going on. He's got his his hook handled saber. Yep. Just simple black robes. Maybe some armor. Yeah, throw some armor in there. Oh, it comes with this holocron, like a little holocron that it comes with. Oh yeah. man, 
Man, I'm just selling stuff for no, Hasbro Daniel right is now. getting excited. Facially speaking, does he have the the real pale feature with the black, dark set eyes that we see? Alice Cooper. Yeah, he kind of yeah, looks like yeah. the Undertaker with no hair. I would say so. He almost <laughs> okay. has a gray green complexion. Like it's so it's so deteriorated. It's just this gray dark side thing going on almost like the emperor and sure. in episode six mm-hmm. i think that's what i would at that and it's a it's an action figure i'd be cool to just have a box that says darth bane on it you know i that's it would it would be cool they could do they could, he could be purple and i would still yeah, buy it you know i agree that would be pretty sweet mm-hmm. one of the questions that they answered that i really liked hearing is the 40th anniversary stuff is going to be by the end of the year, we're actually going to be able to get it without having to go to the, the, uh, the robbers on eBay who are trying to, you know, screw everybody. So if you're one of those <laughs> dirt balls, that's trying to pork people selling this stuff in the secondary market, make sure you get that stuff posted and sold quick because your day is coming. Mm-hmm. And I will be glad when you can no longer sell that stuff. And uh, take advantage of of good fans because you're a dirt ball. You realize it's probably never going to happen, right? I am going to hold out hope. I believe these guys. I looked them in the eye, and I don't think they were lying to me. They probably oh no, probably those guys. Ball. I thought you meant I thought you meant not being able to sell stuff on eBay for an obscene markup. Nah, you know, it's a, it, there's always going to be somebody out there who'll pay for that stuff. So yeah, that always happens. And I was one the... of them. You know, I paid I paid double for my last two guys. So. You know. Ugh. And I wanted them. I was getting, I was panicking because you know I have no patience and I'm, I have problems. Daniel, do you have Black Series Darth Malgus? No. Oh, okay, it's out there. Uh, but I want, I want him and Plagueis. Okay. But Did the thing is, Plagueis. They make Plagueis, Plagueis? Is only like a. It's a, yeah, but it's three point seven to five, and Ooh. it's like ninety dollars. And there's Black Series Revan, also ninety bucks. Oh wow. Yeah. Six inch black series or pound sand. Yeah, That's just I, me though. I, I get it. If I had kids, I'd buy them the little ones. But Yeah. I buy Lee and the I, little guys. I like the the bigger ones have more detail. I like that. And that transitions to something I wanted to bring up that he mentioned was those photorealistic faces. We mm-hmm. were talking a little bit um after after I um interviewed him. Mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. and so they had you know this new technology where they actually they take a 3d scan of the face and then they print that onto the the figure so i mean that's that's how these these figures like the the captain rex the con exclusive the face on that thing is unbelievable i i didn't take a picture of because i haven't opened it yet um but the one they had on on display i mean it's i think it was one of the best looking black series figures ever that i've seen so far as far as like nice. the detail in the face so i think going forward we're actually going to get some figures that look more like the figures and you know not a poe dameron that looks like uh, uh what's his face sloth from the goonies you know i mean some of those figures were just terrible <laughs> sloth. So, oh yeah they're man. looking good they're uh, they're they're making strides and and they're pumping out some good stuff Nice. Yeah. See, I'm a, uh, I'm looking at the, the Force Awake, not the Force Awake, the Last Jedi Ray Jedi Training Black Series six inch right now, mm-hmm. and it would look like Ray maybe if I had four or five beers, but not right now. I think you know, you know I'll take. I'll it's say the this, eyes, though. Daniel. I think it looks better. It's the eyes. 
And her I eyes look weird. She looks better than the Force Awakens one, for sure. Yes. But it's still lacking. She doesn't have a lot of... Um, her face is... It's just kind of... She it's has not, a very plain face. Yeah, she has a it's plain not, face. Yeah, she doesn't have a ton of like features that jump out. At, like in, in a, I mean, there's only so much canvas to work with on those little dolls, and I don't think it translates well, you know? Um, and I, I don't, yeah. I don't know if you can get one to look exactly like her, but, um, like you said, yeah. it, it definitely looks better than oh, the last nice. go round. So maybe, yeah, uh, no. maybe by episode nine, we'll, we'll have an even better one. Hopefully I just, I just found a figure on Amazon that I think I'm going to have to buy. Uh Oh, Star Wars, it? Star Wars vintage collection, action figure, VC 59, 3.75 inch nom anor. Oh, you Vong. Dude, use on Vong all day. Are you gonna buy it and then put it in a campfire, or? <laughs> I knew you'd go there. I knew you'd I'm go there. I'm just asking for a friend. There's, there's some funny toys on here. I, for a friend. I, yeah, I don't research this stuff much. Like that's Daniel's Isla. Friday and Saturday Night line. I'm just Old, asking for a friend. Old Republic friend. Mandalorian bounty hunter Shay Vizsla. Did you see the? Uh... Did you see the Jaina Solo that that came out? I, mean, I one, of the, one of the members. One of the members of the group sale? posted it today. I that was my picture. that was that was my picture, dude. They they took it from the my post and re, reposted it. Oh, sorry, bro. It's all right. I I haven't heard that it's actually for sale in places yet, though. No, it's coming out in the spring. The spring line. Yeah, okay. it was it was in the case. If you look at the um, like I should I should repost it because the picture he took it he when he like. When he copied it, it lost a ton of resolution. Um, yeah, and I actually missed it. I missed the. Um, I didn't even notice it until he actually pulled, you know, called it out. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks good. Looks real good. So they're going with they're going with that stuff. You know, some of the stuff you guys are talking about, some legends yeah. fans. So yeah, and they comments. should, man. They should throw that love around. You know, they really should. Yeah, yeah. People will buy them. Oh, they can yeah. sa- they can save all that money they they want to spend on a billboard and buy some figures, man. Show, that money already got spent, G. Well, I'm sure there'll be another one coming out soon, right? I haven't heard anything about it, and well, we probably and wouldn't. <laughs> they make a great point: is that the people who grew up, because they talked about doing episode one figures, because those people that grew up on episode one, and two, and three are coming of age where they have disposable income. And I think that's a really great business decision for them to do. I also think it just makes sense for the fan base, how it ebbs and flows and grows uh, with each generation. Now the fan base that's active right now in purchasing stuff is a lot of people that in the nineties were, were starving for EU material. So that group really loved the, you know, the Vong figure you just brought up, Steve uh-huh. stuff like, the uh, the Plagueis, Revan, all that stuff is sure. are things that you know were EU stuff that they loved, and I love that stuff too. So it's it's good for me as well. But yeah, my generation is coming into this and, and going, "Hey, where's the stuff from when we were kids? Come on, give us some nostalgia." So I think it's a really cool thing they're doing by focusing on that. I don't know where my point was going with this. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. But, uh, I think yeah. your uh, your point is that it's cool that they're they're sharing the love, spreading the love to all fans of of all the different forms and and time periods of of Star Wars, and I think that's cool. Yeah, and they're not leaving anybody out. They're not, you know, Lucasfilm wasn't out to hurt anyone when they classified stuff as legends, and you know, if they were trying to do that, they wouldn't be okaying them to make legends figures. Yeah, it's no. I, I just find it so. It's so frustrating to me when people say that you know, oh Disney, Disney destroyed all the legend, all the all the real canon. And I'm like, dude, Pablo Hidalgo and Leland Chi, it was literally their life. The EU was their life. To know everything that happened in that, and just be Star Wars experts was their job. And they had to make an literally they got paid to do that. Informed, yeah, informed decision. With the entire staff and production team to be like, you know what? For this to be the best thing it can be, we have to we have to set this stuff aside. Everyone that works at Lucasfilm has something in Legends that they love. And we oh, proved yeah. last week that even G, who doesn't doesn't love a lot of that stuff, loves yes. one of the books. So Yes. No, and there's a few people that just will not go into EU Legends material. Uh, there's some people that are strictly canon, some people that think the canon is an abomination. I think both those parties are wrong. I think there's a middle ground, and it's what we're getting now because we're merging these great parts of the EU through stuff like uh, the books, the source books, comics, even little bits in movies and shows. It's things as simple as action figures. So... Yeah, so I mean, I think it's great. Hasbro's taken that, yeah. and uh, Lucasfilm is working together with them, and they're they're um, taking care of the OT fans, prequel trilogy fans, the new trilogy fans, uh, you know, Rebels, uh, Legends. So um, mm-hmm. they're trying to trying to give something that that everybody wants, and it'll take time, but they'll uh, they'll get us stuff. You know, we're gonna get stuff by the end of the year. We're gonna get more stuff in the spring with another couple of waves of figures. So. They've got a lot of stuff planned for us, and uh, I know I, for one, am looking forward to getting the ones that I like. Um, any closing thoughts on this this uh, subject, gentlemen? Nope. I just got one real quick. Um, I so so G, you got to cover your Force Friday stuff last week or the week before, correct? That was I two did. weeks ago. Yeah. I so yeah so remember I told you i couldn't i was on a rig as you guys listening no i was out on a rig still i'm still on the same one by the way (laughs) i'm still out there uh and i couldn't participate in force friday and i mentioned that i had a theory that a walmart out in the middle of the desert like where i'm at would have some of this rare stuff that sold out pretty quick on force friday so sure Mm. enough i went to walmart a few days ago to to resupply and some things i check in on the star wars aisle and I found a treasure trove. I mean, Darth Vader, Thrawn, Jedi Ray, Hera, uh, uh, Stormtroopers. The Executioner um, Trooper, Luke. did you see him? Uh, I did not see him. I saw Luke, uh, the the uh, Force Awakens Luke. And I almost got all of it. But uh, I decided to stick with Thrawn and Jedi Ray. So those are the two I have with me. Thrawn looks like if... They took Count Chocula and painted him light blue, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> I think Count Chocula was light blue, wasn't he? <laughs> Is he? 
I don't know. You think it looks like, like that? One, two, three. He... One, two, three. Count. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, 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 I feel like Thrawn is gonna tell me what what numbers are uh, are supporting the show today. Uh, but yeah, he looks he looks like a vampire, like straight up. <laughs> he's tough. He's but a tough I... one to find. He's one of the ones. Him and the executioner trooper, from what I'm hearing, are are the toughest to come across. So that's a pretty good. Yeah, score. And I'm I'm holding on to him with both hands, man. I'm not letting him go. I'm keeping him in the box, actually. Too. I decided that because I think it's he needs to be preserved. Uh, you know, as much as I hate Toy Story two, that mindset, I think he needs to be preserved. But Ray's gonna come out. I'm gonna I'm gonna have her in some cool, some cool poses and stuff, fighting Kylo. I have a Kylo Ren. So nice. I really love the Ray. The Ray, you get three different props. You get her staff, the lightsaber, and her blaster. I really like that. It is cool. So yeah, that was my that was my Force Friday haul. Oh, and I got a blanket. I got a Last Jedi blanket. That's the softest thing I've ever touched in my life. That is a <laughs> that, that is a cool um, be belated Force Friday haul. I'm glad you found some stuff. Me too, man. Me too. Um. So so rebels. What the heck do you guys think about this new? new uh the time that they're that they're releasing it i'm not sure um i just read the article i heard about it a lot uh, on uh, facebook today but i'm just read the article the announcement uh, a minute ago and look i i watch rebels whenever i can uh, mm-hmm. i'm not sitting in front of my verizon fios waiting for disney xd to air the show so, uh, release dates, release times doesn't concern me. It's weird though they're they're releasing it Monday mornings, twelve thirty a.m. And then throughout the day, at three a.m., seven thirty a.m., five thirty p.m., and then nine p.m. that same day, all it's day really long. Weird. They're replaying it on Mondays. Like its not, first no airing is at twelve thirty at night, or you know, twelve thirty right. in the morning when everybody's Apparently, asleep. it's going to be available on the Disney XD app early, but not as early as it used to be. It used to come out like a day early. Now mm-hmm. it's like now it's like thirty minutes early. Yeah, they show it's was it uh, Saturday is what seven thirty eight eight thirty. It would be. I I'm, maybe I it was swear I, I watched it uh, middle of the day. On Saturday, mm-hmm. maybe even Saturday morning before. Oh, Saturday um, morning, I'd wake up and it yeah. was it was always Saturday morning. It was good to go. Eight o'clock in the on morning, to watch app. it. Yep. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd have a nice matinee of Rebels. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, but now it's just twelve oh one a.m. is what is being reported. So Gosh, that's yeah, obscure. and it took thirty minutes. So yeah, that's sweet. Mondays at the, the you know it's. I mean, did they not want to compete with Monday Night Football? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Um, there's got to be a reason for it, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, well, I don't think anybody watching Disney, watching Star Wars Rebels, is uh, gonna choose it over football and not watch Star Wars Rebels at all. So I, I don't think they have much of a. I don't think they're competing much there. Yeah, that's it's because not every Star Wars fan is us three, who who have multiple fantasy football teams and we're glued to the TV Sunday and Monday. That's you know? true. So, yeah. so we're we're in the outlier, I think. Where this this is going to make for a very long Sunday, for me. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. 
to deal with. I, personally, I don't mind the decision because, like Steve, I don't watch it right away on Disney XD. Right. So I probably won't watch it until Monday. Um, I don't know. Depending on if I do like the Amazon deal where they, they have the episodes come out right away. Uh, I don't do the, the Disney XD app. I just, I, I've not heard great things. Um, but the, buying each episode on Amazon is pretty expensive too. It's like three, so, four bucks an episode. I, th- I thought I heard. Yeah. 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 I'm not doing that. I, 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 might, uh, I might get the whole series digitally. Yeah, no, you have, you have a problem with the XD app. No, I've just heard prob- that it, it wasn't the greatest app to work with. Uh, I don't know. And I, I the interface. Not, I love it's, it. It's very much geared to kids. The app is not a uh, very uh, slick looking thing. Okay. But I don't know. Maximize so long as I hit play, it shows me an episode of Rebels. I don't care what else it does besides right. playing me those stupid commercials that drive me insane. I want to poke my eyes out, but I sit through them for three and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, but you'd still be able to hear it. That's true. I'd have to get my ears, too. Mm-hmm. I think this stems, or this leads us to an even bigger problem. Okay. Why was Star Wars Rebels ever on Disney XD in the first place? I don't know. And Because and, Joanna posed this in the chat earlier today. Yep. And I think she's spot on. Because are there, is it really mostly kids watching it? I'm going to find that hard to believe. I think it's more no, of a family affair. So. If, if anything, it's more of the hardcore fans, especially when it was on... Uh, on weeknights. Yeah, but where, right. where would, what was their solution? Where, where should it have aired? Should they have paid? Well, that's the, I don't know. I mean, they're it, not going to pay another, you know, they own that. They don't have to pay any distribution rights or anything like that. Licensing. They just, they also they, own ABC. Well, they, they're not going to put on ABC network is, they're not, that's they're big not. money. You know, they don't have I that know. kind of money. So there's really no other option. Well, uh, if I don't know what the cost was or licensing, whatever, but if you look just from a strict ratings standpoint, uh, the ratings for the Clone Wars run week to week, average season to season is higher, much higher, I believe, than Disney XD's Rebels. And, uh, you know, th- they're putting stuff into these shows that are uh, that's having to do with stuff that we're getting live action down the road, mm-hmm. tying into stuff. And the ratings are still not what they were for Clone Wars. I, I don't know if that's because... I think a lot of I mean, people Disney aren't watching not available because to they're everybody. Just, they're babies so. about it. And they What's just, that? oh, I'm not watching it. It's a kid's show. I'm not watching it. Okay, don't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> that's cartoon. some people, though. But yeah. but that's people said the same thing about Clone Wars. And I know I did. When I when it was coming out, I was like, ah, oh, what is this? What is this kid's show? That's nothing. And I was so wrong about it. Yeah. It's now one of my favorite things ever. But... Oh. For real. Yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, I don't have a solution of what, what, medium they should have used to present the show. I'm just saying that clearly Disney XD is, like Steve said and G said, uh, I think earlier, it has the perception that it's a kid show. Disney XD does not help that, at all. You know, when when the commercials between are for ice cream and sugar and silly string. You're not helping to cater right. to the grand even, audience. Even availability. I mean, not everyone has Disney XD in their cable packages. But oh yeah, not everybody had Comedy of... Central. Not everybody has a lot of that stuff. Right. You know, you gotta you gotta pony up. You know, it's not 
devil's well, advocate the, here. I mean, they're they're doing the, it to make the, money. They're not doing it because they want everybody to watch sure. a show. You know, the Disney Channel itself is more available on standard cable packages than Disney XD. So, mm-hmm. if it was if you were really driving ratings, you'd want to put it there because more people had it available. I don't know. Well, think... clearly Disney understands their their error in business because part of the re- part of you know this kind of thing where they they don't have the right place for a show, right? That's also why they're creating their own streaming app where they're going to have all their movies and shows, Star Wars, Marvel, all that stuff will be in one uh, one streaming service. So they'll be able to do whatever the hell they want. And you bet your bottom Which, ten dollar, years from now, that's going to be the way we get everything. We won't be oh yeah subscribing. Oh, I'm subscribing know? day I can't one. Wait. Day one, I'm subscribing to that. Of yeah. course, especially if there's going to be Star Wars content exclusive to that, which I think they would be really dumb if they didn't do. Because I know if they said, "Oh yeah, uh, Old Republic show miniseries, ten episodes," I would just hand them my credit card and say yes. You know, uh, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> so I'd if you get an email from a Nigerian prince who says that he is <laughs> starting up a Knights of the Old Republic TV show and he's looking for funding. I'll send him a few grand for sure. Mm. All right. Note, note to <laughs> as long self, as I get to be an extra Daniel from another email account. Okay. Um, yeah, it wasn't I, getting, it wasn't getting the audience they wanted. So they took it and moved it from Saturday nights to, you know, 1am on Mondays. I just don't understand that move. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, they are going to well, play it. It seems like every every four hours they're going to play it throughout the course of the day. But it's it's just weird. It really is. Um, the only other thing felt. about it that I've heard is I was reading a bunch of like eight or nine different places. Most of them had the exact same crap. <laughs> but there's one rumor that seemed to be in all of them in that they're hearing the rumor, quote, that they might be pushing out two at a time instead of doing one every week like before. So they might release, you know, like, so it's going to be two, then it will be, you know, one and two, then three and four. So we're going to get more of it. It, The the season is going to be, you know, um, shorter, obviously, because they're going to spit them out quicker, but we'll get them all. And maybe these will all be done by the time we see episode eight. And maybe there's some connection. Maybe there's some type of story Mm. wrap up that will end up, you know, maybe they're doing that because something's going to happen in episode eight that we need to find out about in Rebels. Otherwise, it would spoil it. I mean, it could be something like that. It could be. Uh, I that rumor it, it was on making Star Wars, so it's got a ninety percent chance of being true. Um, I I don't know. I can't see them doing that because that's a lot of production for one week. Yeah, but you can um, understand, Daniel. This the whole the season's probably done. No, it's I probably understand that. Done, I'm, ta- you know? I'm talking about the ancillary stuff, like the Star Wars show, um, the uh, the episode guides that that go with the shows. Those uh, are probably all, I'm talking about all done that extra too. jazz. Well, <laughs> have, have yes, they, I know, dude. Have they hinted as to how many episodes this whole season is going to be? I've seen no confirmation. Because if they follow was... the, if they follow the previous two seasons in pattern, and they double up the episodes, and they start on October sixteenth, it won't be done by the time episode eight's here because 
we've been getting 22 episodes a year. Mm. So maybe they do shorten it. I haven't heard. Uh, I'd like to get many? two episodes really? a night. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to remember that because they're 22 minutes a piece. So. So would it be 12 weeks? It would take yeah. them to spit them out. About. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they had a two-hour first episode and a two-hour last one, I don't know. <laughs> I know, but when when has when has Lucasfilm ever just dumped us a ton of content all at once? Say, here you go, guys. Have fun with all this. No, they uh, they just starve us to death constantly. We'll find out, we, I guess. We, we Who did knows? get two two uh, two novels on the same day. We yeah, got two. We got two movies within six months. One too. was a young adult. Well, we're getting two movies. I don't put stock in that. I'm listening to that book right now. It's fantastic. I know. Which, I know. Which book? I'm just saying. The Leia book. I'm still in the beginning. It's taken uh-huh. off slow. Um. I hope it gets better. Who's the narrator? Is it January? Uh, January is the narrator for the Phasma book. Mm. But the narrator for the. Uh, the Leia book is a new somebody that's new to the Star Wars narration world. Mm. Uh, yeah, in dude, I'm digging it. It's good. Is it? It's good. I'm gonna. I like your voice. Name. Yeah, I'm gonna butcher her name, but it's like Saskia Marleveld. Okay. She's doing a really yeah, good I, job. I never heard of her, but yeah, I I, I just think January did. Leia's voice so well, you know. Yeah, it was very good. Have you listened to the Phasma audiobook, Daniel? At all? I'm saving it for my drive home. Which oh, okay. At this rate, with how my well is going, could be like in two years. Bro, she does. <laughs> she does. January does a uh, a Gwendolyn Christie that will amaze you. Okay, I'm excited for it, man. Yeah, dude. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, she very nailed good. it. So, do you guys got any closing thoughts on this Rebel stuff? I mean, I, I'm just excited for the new season. I'm really sad it's the last season, but uh, I've I've loved Rebels since the first frame, and I still do. So, I'm just I'm really excited to get more. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I need some stuff to go down in this season. I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure how. And we've talked about it at length before, but. Who can be left over? Is the show really going to end with Hera flying off to the Battle of Scarif? Is it going to get that far? Is, it, is the show going to end before that? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, but what I would like to see is uh, I want to see Grand Admiral Thrawn at the end of this season get sent to the Unknown reason, Regions on the Super Star Destroyer Eclipse. Where Admiral Grand Admiral Sloan Ray Sloan ends up going at the end of uh, Empire's End, the aftermath trilogy. Spoilers, Danny. Spoilers. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If you haven't read Empire's End, probably not listening to the show. Podcast, and you haven't read <laughs> if you haven't read that book or at least the Cliff Notes by now. Uh, I got nothing for you. I know. I'm just kidding. But that's what I want to see. I want to no, see that'd that be rad, dude. Issue. That would be super rad. I, I want it to get I, dark. It, yeah. Oh yeah. I want it to get dark, and I want to see something. I want to see something very significant that ties it into 
the new trilogy. Mm. Somehow. Oh, okay. interesting. That would be cool. I see where you're going with that. And I think that it's worked with Marvel. It's been working with Star Wars. I, I hope I, I hope to see that. I hope to see something something cool happen, and then we'll see an Easter egg in Episode Eight, maybe, or something will happen, and we'll remember, hey, and uh, you know, in Episode Seven, this happened, and that's this guy. I don't know. I, yeah, I love maybe. I love all that little you know intertwined web of of story stuff where things just. You know, like the little Easter eggs in the books, they'll just mention something. Yep. Or you'll, it's that stuff is uh, that stuff makes my socks roll mm-hmm. up and down. <laughs> I'd like to see a little Leia scene um, with uh, Amel and Amel and Holdo. Mm. Just something small, just just show her, make that connection. She's in the Leia yeah. book. It's pretty good. Yeah, that would that be would be cool. Mm. Even just like a, you know, Leia is even gonna appear in in Rebels this season. Wait, wasn't she in the trailer? Am I going crazy? I have to watch the thing right now. I don't think I I I I remember seeing her in the trailer. Two trailers for that. I don't quite remember seeing Leia, but yeah, I'm 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 going crazy over here. They won't go heavy with that stuff, but it could be a Leia could be in it for three minutes, but it could be so significant that um, you know she doesn't have to be in it a ton. It's just. Just enough to to make uh, the fans go nuts, you right? Know? Around yeah, a she's little. on screen for four seconds in Rogue One, and I still cry every time I watch that movie. When yeah, I see man. Oh. Yeah, around a little table with Bale and Mon Mothma. Oh gosh, he's there. Oof. Oh, the feels. Give me that. Oh, man. Give me that. Even even in Ahsoka, the Ahsoka novel, when Leia's just a little two and a half year old. And crawling around and googling and playing with Bale, I'm just losing it. Just That's losing it. Oh man. And Lays, you said you haven't you haven't touched the Leia book yet, or you have? No, no, I'm I'm going to because it's a Claudia so, Gray. I mean, Claudia Gray's are must reads. You know. Have you done Phasma yet a, either, or you're waiting for that? No, I'm I'm waiting because I'm doing the audiobook. Cause okay, you do. I'm a big fan of January. Plus, on my yeah. drives home, it's it's eight and a half hours home. So okay, all right. So yeah, I'll finish the book in that time. I'm gonna start before I leave. When does Rebels? What's the what's the premiere day for Rebels? October sixteenth, Monday at twelve thirty a.m. Yeah, take a nap, folks, because you're gonna be up late. Nah, but I'll watch uh, it. I'll watch that when I get up. Yeah, you'll be able to watch it every two hours for the next three and a half days, apparently. So <laughs> yeah, unless you're on the East Coast, it'd be coming out right on time before you go to bed. West Coast. You know what they, they didn't mention That's if what I it meant. was That's uh, what I meant. West Coast. They didn't yeah, mention. They, they lean towards them. I didn't see the article. I didn't see in the article if they said uh, all time zones would stick to the air date of oh the air time of East Coast. So I don't know if West oh, Coast is going to be. be at. I don't know if West would be at nine p.m. on Sunday or not. Yeah, I mean they That's could. They, if they don't. They typically they typically wait. That's why even when I lived out in San Diego, I was always able to use the Disney XD app through Gerard Bear's Verizon credentials and watch it whenever I wanted. Oh, yeah. That's how we roll. So, anyway. Oh, man. So, anyway, Rebels is coming out. Get ready. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure that we will all like it. And then uh, when it's over, we can all look back on the our time watching Rebels fondly. Yeah, I think that's really about it for this week, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one other small thing. Um, this guy J.J. Abrams, 
is now. What is he directed? He's I don't know, like lost or something stupid. Oh um, yeah, that one show. I think he that wrote that mushy show. film regarding Henry, where Harrison Ford like broke his he broke his brain and then he came back, <laughs> something like that. Broke his brain. He get shot in the head. That's something like that. I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah. directing episode nine. Directing oh, and co-writing. Okay. I think that is awesome. I all that JJ hate was was a joke. In case anyone's getting all yeah worked up, we're 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 happy about this. Huge fan of this. Huge. No, yeah, uh, like, I got no hate for the anybody else who was going to be involved in it, but I JJ's he's done a solids. I think he'll do us yeah. another solid. They've announced that his co-writer for the script on episode nine is a gentleman by the name of Chris Terrio, screenwriter for the movie Argo, which a lot of people have seen, won best Acad- won Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. So that's a big feather in his cap. Feather. Um, feather. Um, not everybody's favorite film. His next venture in his filmography was a co-writing credit and I heard he came on late in the project with Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice mm-hmm. and he's also write, writing uh, co-written with Zack Snyder and co-screenwriting with Josh, Joss Whedon in the Justice League movie that's coming out maybe later this year it says 2017 so he's, he's going to work credit. with JJ he's got some, he's got some credentials and let's not yep. forget that these guys are, are bouncing ideas off. Oh, sure. Um, you know, Kathleen Kennedy, dozens of people at Lucasfilm. They're, you know, they're, not, they're not in a bubble. You know, they're, they're definitely going to be working, you know, working as a team to put this thing together. Uh, mm. Kathleen put out a statement. Well, she was, one, she was quoted. The one uh, on Star, StarWars.com? I yeah. got it right here. Um. She says, with The Force Awakens, J.J. delivered everything we could have possibly hoped for. And I'm so excited that he is coming back to close out this trilogy. And that was Kathleen Kennedy, President Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. So she's pumped. Um, They've worked with him before. When I first heard this, I'm like, oh, great. You know, they're not going to change the date of the movie. We're still going to get it when we, oh, wait a minute. They changed the date of the movie. (laughs) Yes, they did. They pulled the old stinking... And pushed it out. That kind of stinks. Well, well, we should be used to it by now because true. All three sequel trilogy films have been pushed back to December. Right. So it's just yeah, and and so far we have we have no reason to believe that Lucasfilm's production is doing anything wrong because both films we got have been great. So I'm gonna let them do their thing and take their time. And as much as it sucks, seven more months we have to wait. You know what? We're almost to Last Jedi, and I feel just fine. Anyways, I, so I'm I'm most excited about the uh, the Chris Terrio Chris Chris Terrio, right? It's the first name. Yes, Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mixed it up with Ryan Terrio. He's a shortstop for five years. Um, actually, he's the second baseman. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm most excited about him because he has a shiny gold statue on his mantelpiece. And that's not something to shake a stick at. You know, this no. guy's got chops. He is experienced. 
the thing that I like most about him is the thing he's getting most criticized for, which is working in Batman versus Superman and with Justice League, because although that film was uh, was was not well received critically and received mixed reviews from the mass audience. Well I think stated. that um, one thing in, especially in business that a lot of, a lot of people look for when they're hiring new CEOs is they want to see someone fail, someone who has had a business fail because then they know exactly what not to do, exactly what that road is like. Uh, I like to see the same thing in my film directors you know, a lot of adversity can be great for film directors. You see films like Jaws, arguably one of the greatest films of all time, had some of the most horrid production issues. You know, I mean, even George Lucas had a myriad of issues going into episode four. So that adversity is something to be, I think, to be uh, to be valued in a candidate. Um, he knows how to work in a universe with other people and if you're going to criticize him for any part of Batman vs Superman, that's fine. But you got to realize that uh, Warner Brothers and the team behind the DC Cinematic Universe at that time was an absolute train wreck. They did not know which way was up. There, there's been ten movies that were that have been announced and then canceled. I mean, it's just it's all over the place. The writing, I think there's seven different writing credits on Batman versus Superman. They've been playing catch up with Marvel for a decade. Yeah. So, so I'm going to call that a wash as far as Ryan Terrio goes. I'm sure Ryan Terrio, Chris Terrio. Uh, I, I think he, he probably actually did some good in that film. Um, you know, and, and if not worst case scenario, he knows how to work in a universe. You know, he's learned his lesson on this is what's established. This is how mm-hmm. we can grow with it. This is how we can take the lore and move forward with it. Uh, and I think that's that's going to be really important because JJ holds Star Wars so sacred and so does the story group and Kathleen Kennedy. So they're not going to let him do some crazy stuff that right. uh, doesn't fit the lore. But they're going to push the envelope and I think that's a good thing. you know. And I, th- I think they both will really care about sending this home. Uh, Chris Terrio is 40 years old. So he is a part of the generation that was a was a kid w- during the original trilogy uh so he he values that nostalgia as well i think mm-hmm. that's going to be very important um and i think he has a couple kids a couple young kids that i'm sure love all this new stuff too so he's going to bring a a well-rounded approach to this writing process that i think has a lot of experience and lessons from the adversity his career has brought him so so what uh what what's the What's the downside to this to JJ? Then you guys have some negative, because we all like we. I feel like it's safe. I feel safe with JJ. I love the Force Awakens. It's one of my top three Star Wars films. I can watch it at any moment, any time of day. Turn it on, you know, it's on uh, Stars or Cinemax or something. Put it on last ten minutes. It's great film. You know, it really. I don't see any reached, downside to it. Yeah. He's, he's already done one. It was great. People that complain about it and the things that they complain about it, it you know, it's, um, they did what they had to do. They made a movie that had to relaunch the franchise. And I yeah. think they did it well. He did a, from a directing standpoint and even the script, I think it was, it was great. Great. Story. Think of all the crap that people have been talking about for the last two years. 
because of this stuff that happened in that that movie, the script. You know, Snoke, the lightsaber. If, mm-hmm. if he did anything, if if he did anything, he left us wanting more and leaving us with questions. I just hope he doesn't do what happened in Lost, where you get to the end and you're like, what? They're gonna defeat Snoke. They're gonna defeat Snoke and have a great celebration on uh, wherever I don't know. And then all of a sudden, Luke's gonna wake up and uh, Ben Solo is gonna walk in saying something to Master. Please come out here. Oh yeah, a dream. He wakes up from it. I'm like, no. <laughs> then all of a sudden, he's on a plane and he snaps out of it. All of a sudden, and then he it walks zooms out. out and it's all in a it's all in a snow globe. He walks out of a hut and he's out. He's on Endor and they're playing Yub Nub. Oh yeah. Oh no. No 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 Yub Nub. Yup Nub. No 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 no. Take your take your pan no. flute bonanza and get out of here. Uh, I'm sorry, but if the special editions uh did anything great, which it did a lot of great things, uh, the ending to Return of the Jedi is a hundred times better without Yub Nub. I'm just saying. Yeah okay. You can say whatever just you want. Yeah. That's my opinion. And and I know how you guys feel. Steve, that. Steve, edit that out. I don't know how to edit anything. I'll edit it out. No, no, I'm kidding. Look, I don't dislike the ending to Return of the Jedi in the special editions. It's very good. But I'm a I'm a nostalgia hunk. I love that I song. With. That's the so. song that that was the original song. I loved it then. I like it now. I get both. I get both versions. So I play them both. I don't care. Yeah. For me, I'm not going t- to uh, turn off one version or the other. I'll watch all of them. I uh, I didn't see that original ending until I was a teenager. Because I had, when I was five, for my birthday, I got the box set of the first special editions. So, oh, so you had seen so, the special edition first. Yeah. Well, in the first special edition. And then the second ones are my favorite. I mean, they're obviously the definitive canon editions. And they have the best special yeah. effects and updated stuff. That's what I prefer. Uh-huh. But uh, the when I saw when I watched the Yubnub ending, I was like shocked. I was like, I, what is this? <laughs> Why is Wedge, what is what is Wedge singing and dancing to? What is what is this stuff? It, it was just so shocking to me. It, it just seemed so childish and kind of hippie. It was like this hippie weird thing. I, I just did not. I just did not. Uh, then I'd appreciate it like you guys did back in 83. And I wish I would have saw it with y'all. But I was not even a... Not even Ooh, a... Negative what, what is the phrase? Yeah, I was negative... Nine. 92. Yeah. ninety two. That's when I was born. I feel you. So anyways. but So back to back to JJ. I, I feel like it's a really good choice. Uh, obviously, he's got director chops. He's he's a master filmmaker. He he doesn't make many uh, many bad films. Let's just say that. The thing that I that I have trepidation with is if I'm going to complain about anything in The Force Awakens, which I love, it's that I feel like JJ and or Lawrence Kasdan because you know they were married in the writing process, so I can't blame it on one or the other. Uh, I I feel like they were a little cavalier with the force at times. And obviously the force is awakening in the film. That's the whole point of it, right? There's this resurgence. There's this energy. 
that's that's uh that's coming out you know it's like a geyser of force and there's but there's a few moments for example uh the first scene where kylo stops that blaster bolt from poe now as rad as i think that is i think that was one of the coolest things ever i still do it's such a cool force ability but at the same time to stop a bolt of plasma have a whole conversation joking around and and then send the guy off and then he just he just lets it go like that whole time he was sitting there holding that and then you know that implies that he's crazy powerful you know he has the ability to so and, many midichlorians he does he does have a good midichlorian count um oh, I, I need a midi reference in I, I love nine. oh so do i it, oh i would oh i would just foam at the mouth in a good way <laughs> it would just be man he, I, I would just love I would just I would I would hear the midi chlorian line and then I would go on Twitter and just start eating my popcorn just looking at fanboys go crazy um, I'll be pumping out blog posts and podcasts and it just it would be all midi chlorians all the time oh mm-hmm. it, it's my favorite thing when I hear people complain about midi chlorians and I'm like oh yeah you realize George first talks about that in an interview with some writers in 1978 right and they're like what? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh, episode one sucks. Mini chlorians are ruining it. I'm like, yeah, it's been around since before Yoda. So how about you suck on that, haters? And they wow. always that always just sends them. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the the skin start boiling. It's great. I love it. Uh, but anyways, so I th- I think that JJ gets a little cavalier with the force. I think Ray Ray being able to mind trick him was a stretch. I've I've rectified it in my head that when she went into his mind and and delved through his thoughts he learned that or she learned that that was a, it just like that ability just stuck to her she absorbed it um so i've i've i have a headcanon for that but at the same time that kind of stuff you you got to massage that a little better because the casual fan i think fan, that they will i think they had to do a lot of things a certain way to i agree bring new fans together with old fans and I am completely looking forward to him being the guy who's going to close it up. He's going to close a loop on that trilogy. I think Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not, I don't really have a lot of concern and um, looking forward to it. I think he's, I think he's the right guy for it. You know, we haven't seen Ryan Johnson's movie. Everyone's talking about it, how it's going to be great. People are mad. He passed on it. We don't know what the movie's going to be like. It's probably going to be awesome, but you know, yeah. I think it's it's fitting that JJ is going to wrap this thing up. So yeah, and um, and my last my last point is is for for those people like me that have some trepidation with JJ as far as that kind of stuff goes, uh, he has definitely heard criticisms from the fans about his film, so he's oh, not yeah. going to double down on it and just you know remake Return of the Jedi. No, he's gonna he's gonna make sure he goes back and and does things right and, and finishes it off with an original story and finishes it off the correct way. So I'm not worried. I think that he will have learned from his very minor mistakes on that film. Very minor. And it'll be great. That's all I got to say about that. So he's going to wrap up that trilogy and we're going to wrap it up right here. And any, any clothing, let me, let me try that again. Any closing closing comments, Steve? Um, sure. Sure. 
get we get a Phasma comic that just came out. Hopefully, we'll talk about that next week. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. a couple books. We'll be talking about those real soon. Uh, a couple more books will be coming out in the next month or two. It's ex- exciting. I think um, Battlefront Two, Battlefront Two game. I won't be playing it, but yes, you will. You'll be playing it right here with me. Maybe I'll go to your house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't tell the girl. They don't. No, they I'm don't gonna PlayStation Two. Steve, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna Twitch. I'm gonna Twitch the uh, the campaign so that you guys can watch it while I play. Yeah, I won't be doing that. <laughs> oh come on! I wonder if they'll make it for your uh, your Sega Genesis, Steve. Uh, I, I'll put it on Raspberry Pi. I'll put an emulator on that. No sweat. <laughs> if there's an emulator, I'll do it. Oh, Janina yeah, Gavankar does some... not look nearly as beautiful on uh, on the eight bit system. No, but it's never, the, you it's never the thought that counts. Um, yes, yeah, so we've got some <laughs> stuff coming up. Daniel, anything quick? We gotta put a yeah, we gotta put a uh, leech in this kid. Yeah, if I'm gonna summarize, you really do. If I'm gonna summarize this episode for me, it's I don't like Yadi Mundi. I love Midi Chlorians. I like J.J. Abrams, and I finally got to have a Force Friday. All of those things are awesome. What about the droid attack and the Wookies? <laughs> that meme, dude. Oh man, so good. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Inside joke. I've seen oh, it. Man. Love it. Oh, it's so. That's so funny. If somebody listening can find that meme and email or message us and let us know what we're talking about, I'm going to send you a prize. Okay, that's the little that's the little game we'll play. There'll be a little uh, little Easter egg somewhere in this episode. Now you go, you find that in the group. Get in touch with me. I'm going to send you something nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's all we have for uh, all we have for now. Look forward to next time, and um, until then, may the force be with you. Please check out www.taoswf.com for a link to all of our social media accounts.